Hi, I'm Olivia from Onso Studio and welcome to the Brame Podcast. Hi everyone, welcome to the Brame Podcast. Um, just a little disclaimer at the start of this episode and for the next other three that if you do hear some banging noises in the background, I'm really sorry, but there is um, a very windy house that I'm recording in. I'm actually not back in England. I am in Bermuda for a month. So if you hear any um, annoying background um, juddery noises, that is the windows and the wind here. And I really do apologize. I'm going to try and do my best and try and pause and re-record certain bits if it does get really loud and um, annoying. So yeah, just please bear with me for these next couple of episodes and then it will go back to my normal audio which has no annoying noises in the background. Thank you. So today we're going to be actually discussing brand values and I think um, brand values are talked about quite a lot and the term brand values are I think it's thrown around quite a lot online Um, but I don't think actually a lot of people understand what they are and what they stand for and how can you can actually really use them to the best of your brand advantage so when you land on a website sometimes you get this like instant pull or you feel like you're at home or you can really relate to the brand itself. And that's not um, an accident. That is through strategic selection of brand values. And it's even statistically backed up. Um, There is proof that apparently 77% of consumers buy from brands that that share their same values. So in other words, it's definitely definitely a good idea to start thinking about which brand values you want to align your brand with and which ones you think your customers most want to see really or most value in their own sort of lives. So you may have created some brand values like back in the day um, but I'm probably going to guess that you haven't really looked at them since the day you randomly selected them probably. And it's true, you're not alone. I'm sure lots of people out there listening have selected some brand values and have never really looked back at them again. And if that's you, that's fine. But I would suggest definitely staying tuned into this for this whole episode. Because brand values, they are so much more than just a few keywords. Customers love it when they see brands actually living by their own values Um, It just kind of shows people that you are keeping your word and that you are trustworthy. If you aren't representing brand values, then you're actually really missing out on a huge opportunity to connect with your potential customers. So if you really want to feel confident about picking the right brand values, understand how to actually use them through your brand touch points so that your ideal people on your group that you want to attract to your brand can really feel drawn to you and therefore more likely to buy from you. So definitely stay tuned. So let's go back to the basics and sort of understand what brand values are. So really you pick a keyword and or phrase and these words represent what your brand sort of stands for and they act as your brand's true north as if it was on a compass. Therefore you should um, let these values sort of guide your actions, behaviors, and decisions. And they should be taken into account when you have to make certain um, decisions within your brand. 
But brand values really don't hold anyway if you are not constantly representing them by the things that you do and say in your business. Then they're pretty worthless and meaningless. So without brand values, it will be practically and almost impossible to really differentiate you from other similar businesses in your field. And we are well aware that it's the memorable brands that effortlessly attract the people that they want. Brand values can be challenging because you're not describing, I guess, um, like a mission statement. You're not describing how how you hope to achieve something or how and why you intend to achieve like your vision and purpose statement. It's not really a solidified statement. Instead, your brand values are helping you position your brand and they're there almost as like guideposts for behavior within your brand and how you intend to sort of act and what really is your core um, values what you hold very dear and you defend and stay true and whether or not your service or product actually evolves it might do however your values would always stay the same I know I'm going on about this, but brand values are incredibly important to your small business. You can attract new customers by showing your values through marketing materials, stories. Brand values can make you seem more relatable to your customers and help you connect with them on that deeper level. But why is it so important that you resonate really? Like, do we need to be forming this deeper level with our customers? And the answer is... (laughs) Yeah, because actually 57% will increase their spending with you if they do. And 76% will buy from you over another brand. So really, we want to do anything and everything we can to build that really deeper connection with our people. And values are a great way to do that. But not only that, they can actually help improve brand experience. And I don't know where I heard this, but I hear it all the time online. And it's like, apparently we have to hear something seven times before we actually take action. Well, by having specific brand values, you can have a focus point and can reinforce through your consistent brand touch points, your meaning. And your listeners are more likely over time, and each time they hear about it, remember you and help you increase that brand trust with them. The most uh, common mistakes I do see DIY brands do is just choosing the most generic and vague values. In my opinion, these values are pretty worthless and are just as sort of pointless as not really having values, to be honest. Because then when they won't help you create an identity or help you differentiate yourself, they don't work. Another type are the overreachers, the brands who choose unachievable values that almost set themselves up for failure or looking sort of dishonest or just a bit arrogant, I think. And um, we also have the third group, which I completely understand. And that's the people that are so worried about picking the wrong values. So they simply try and copy and paste from another business values and sort of try and make it into theirs. And I'll be helping you sort of avoid these pitfalls through today's episode. So definitely if you feel like maybe you've done one of these three things, do not panic because I'm going to help you avoid these. 
We're going to begin the brand value selection process. And firstly, we need to stay clear of the obvious ones. And when I say obvious, I kind of referring to the values like honesty, friendly, supportive, reliable, trustworthy. These are all obviously great concepts. And obviously I completely understand you want your customers to see your brand as these, like so do I. But you can show these through your actions um, by upholding different values rather than choosing these as your values Um, because these are just too generic and vague. So you only actually need about one to three brand values at most and the more values I think the weaker they can become as they're all fighting for attention and to be the dominant one so it's a good idea to just stick to maximum three so um, you're giving each one a good chance to be seen and noticed so time to sort of start scribbling down some values that you may start to consider this is the time to write down all the values you can think of off your head don't worry if you do kind of get some generic ones coming out that's probably going to happen at this stage but it's a good place to get the ball rolling and asking yourself what do you want your brand to be known for like if you wanted a customer to describe your brand to you in a couple of weeks what would the three key words would they use in that description that you would want them to include um another reminder don't go over the top by choosing values such as best practice or world class they are pretty meaningless and more aspirational values rather than brand values so key rule is to just only write down achievable values that you actually know you can actually meet with what you're doing otherwise you run the risk of coming off a bit braggy and as I said previously a bit arrogant If you are heavily set in being a personal brand, it's actually a really good idea to pick specific values that are in keeping with who you are. If you don't, then you can come off as being a bit fake or trying to be someone you're not deep down. So take into consideration what brand values you are already sort of living by in your day-to-day life. If you're I don't know, um, environmentally conscious in your day-to-day living, or if you um, are very creative, just think about the things that you already are um, sort of valuing in your own life and see if you can sort of create um, an overlap with that in, in your business. Maybe take a moment to reflect on the things you are already doing for your customers and clients too. Um, I don't know, are you already making sure your customers receive their orders within, I don't know, like a 24-hour time limit? Or do you always take time with your one-to-one clients to feel like they are really being heard? Do you go on lots of calls? Um, Do you take extra care in packaging your orders? These things could mean you value timelessness, communication, or creativity. It's just your turn to sort of reflect upon what you already value at this point, sort of just pinpointing what you're already good at and what you're already doing for your customers and what you're already sort of valuing in your business as well. It's also a good rule of thumb to take into account what your ideal audience um, and people really value. What do you think they would like to see and appreciate 
Remember I mentioned earlier that 77% of consumers buy from brands that share their values. So making sure that you are aligning your brand values similarly to the people that you want to attract is significantly important. Try to pinpoint what these may be for your target audience. To do this, you can refer back to your brand archetypes. Your archetype comes with a set of important values, but use these as a guide into discovering which values will feel most significant and important to your ideal people. It's best to make sure that your brand values are in keeping with your archetypal um, family, but it doesn't have to be so strict. I think you can, there's definitely room for you to bend and flex these values, especially if um, a lot of people in your industry are have similar ones. You want to sort of differentiate yourself away from other um, brands. So that's definitely something to keep in mind. Lastly, but not least, you can always look at brands you admire the most. Now, I did mention above that some people um, copy brand values from other businesses that are fully established and doing really well do not copy (laughs) like I have said this before copying just never works out um so this isn't a free pass to copy but it's definitely permission to go gain some much needed inspiration and sort of guideposts look at each brand you really like and make some notes about what key things that resonate with you and you'll quickly discover which qualities and values you're drawn to most and or drawn to more than others. And that can really help you identify what you think your audience will like and what you already value as a person and everything. So it's definitely worth going doing lots of research. So now you should have some brand values. But before you forget these, that's and like you've already put in a lot of effort selecting them and evaluating them so now it's time to actually give them some more substance by giving them each by giving each value that bit more context in relationship to your business it will help you actually remember why you picked them in the first place um keywords i don't feel like are sometimes enough i think we sort of pick them with an idea around why we've selected them and then a couple of weeks later it's really easy to just forget what they were supposed to stand for within our business and what they were supposed to sort of guide us in so by giving each value more context in relationship to your business is a great idea to remember because you know by that there are more than just good looking words on a website because I know I see loads of websites where people post their values and you can see it there in word form but you don't really see it anywhere else like on their social media page or um, in their content or anything you don't really see it you don't feel it so if we leave our values as standalone words over time they start to begin being a very empty phrases and have been randomly selected from a list of values and unlikely to do anything for your business so instead of this happening we need to make sure that we know exactly what they mean to us um, and we should live by them and represent them openly to provide you with more clarity you'll need to start off by writing out I'd say I'd say about one to two short sentences I wouldn't go into a paragraph form that's just too much so it's just really stating what that value means 
in the context of your business and brand. We need to make sure that you are 100% clear on why you've actually picked that value so that you can represent them through your brand actions. So how do you live through your brand values? Well, the statement you give each value should explain how you'll go about this. However, you can also live your brand values when business decisions arise. It's important that you use these values as a way to evaluate whether or not it's appropriate for your brand and in keeping with what you stand for and believe in. Whether there's a random opportunity or your decision on how to expand sort of like income streams and things, your values should help give you um, guide you in that decision making process. So at the start of this episode, I mentioned something about how when you land on a website and instantly understand what someone, what a brand stands for. And sometimes that can even be before you've read any sort of snippet of context or, or copy on their website. Your brand language plays a huge part of that, making sure you're referencing your values through your visual design even though your tone of voice through your copy can be influenced by your values completely but also your look is a great um, influencer when someone lands on your website instantly but also make your values accessible they shouldn't be the best kept secret on earth Um, you shouldn't be hiding them and because you're scared that I don't know that you won't you won't uphold them or something you shouldn't be afraid to represent them Um, they should be always presented through all your touch points whether that's your marketing content website especially your about page these are the key page pages that you should and can include um, to dedicate to share your brand values openly and honestly a brand that does this well is Everlane. Um, it's a clothing brand. If you visit their website and their about page, they share their brand values just so beautifully and actually summarize it in, I think it's about 16 words, but it's so powerful how they've done it. They state, we believe we can make a difference. And that's in like really big um, uh, title size and then underneath that it says our way exceptional quality ethical factories and radical transparency the radical transparency part is the most compelling element for me as they show you exactly the breakdown of each cost for each garment from material labor and transport and that is them showing you exactly how they intend to uphold that value and how they're showing you that this is this is what we're sort of making and this is what everyone else is getting and being very open and honest about it, um, which I, I really appreciate and, and like. So I'm not a massive fan of the phrase, think outside the box. I think it's really overused and just a bit, yeah, cringy now. It's um, So I'll say embrace your values with sort of curiosity and without any preconceived ideas and explore creative concepts and never be afraid for being the first to do something in your industry a little bit differently. Um, I think the best brands that um, are made and really impactful are the ones that have values that no one's sort of put together. So 
not just only thinking about each value separately, but thinking how they all sit in with each other like a puzzle piece and how they sort of support one another and everything and balance each other. We have now reached the end and you have now consumed a lot of information about brand values and you do now have the knowledge and steps to choose the perfect values for your business plus how to actually live by them through your daily brand actions. It's now your turn to stop letting your values sort of sit dormant and collecting dust and actually start resonating and connecting on that deeper level with your customers with having the perfect set of brand values and feel obviously confident in doing it. Unsure about which brand archetypes, because I did mention that earlier, um, there I have a whole episode dedicated to brand archetypes. Go listen to episode 26 on the Brand Main Podcast and then how to build a strong personality with brand archetypes. Thanks for listening to the Ramen Podcast. If what I said helped you, please subscribe. And if you have a few seconds, just to spare, leave a quick star rating review. It really does help my podcast grow organically. I hope you join me next week. And in the meantime, visit onsitestudio.com where you can browse all my free resources and paid products, including website templates and custom and semi-custom brand identity and website services. I hope you have a wonderful day and take care.